Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lewis, and I am so glad you're here. My hope is that each episode feels like you're having tea or coffee with a friend. Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden than the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I know what it's like to want a relationship with God and to feel like you have to do all the things the right way to keep God happy. Learning that God loves me and even likes me has changed my life and how I approach faith, the Bible, work, family. Because when you are grounded in your worth and God's grace, it does change everything. And I want to share that with you here. I pray that this podcast empowers you in your unique, genuinely personal relationship with God and encourages you to rest in who God is and who he says you are. Hi there, friend. Welcome to this episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Today, I have a bonus episode for you, a reshare of an episode that you may have seen, maybe you didn't, and that's why I'm resharing it. If you haven't, it's from January of this year, and we're posting it here in October. Because we're entering a season on the podcast, like a sub-season on the podcast of talking about your uniquely personal relationship with God. The term personal relationship with God is used so much, yet I think a lot of us aren't actually living that out or experiencing what that will look like in our lives because of all of the rules or the best practices that we've been handed that may or may not work for us or draw us closer to God. So I want you to be able to approach that relationship with fresh eyes, with a new perspective, with maybe some suggestions from some of the guests that are coming on the show in the next few weeks that will help you kind of break out of some shoulds or expectations that you've had for what it's supposed to look like. So then you can press into what your relationship with God actually looks like, what it looks like right now, what your goals really are for you, not what it should look like, and actually be able to take action towards that. So this episode that you're going to hear today is about your unique relationship with God. I hope it's a blessing to you and encouragement and allows any of the expectations or the weight that has kind of fallen and rested and settled in on your shoulders to slip off. Because the first thing that we want to do as we are approaching a new or fresh relationship with God, if that's our desire, sometimes we're going to have to let go of some other things that are there instead so that we can figure out what is best. I talk about it in this episode. You'll hear it more, but letting go of good things for best things. And the first step might just be letting go of some of that weight, some of those expectations and shoulds so that you can make room for what we're going to talk about the rest of the month. I'm going forward, giving you new ideas, maybe some old ideas that we haven't been trying so much in the last maybe 50 years, it's going to be a loaded of series on the podcast. So join me. I'm so glad you're here. I hope this is a blessing to you. Hi there, friend. Welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I am excited to sit down with you today and just chat 
about what's on my heart as far as performance and your relationship with God and your unique relationship with God. So as we talk about like the fear of God and how it impacts our relationship with him and we start unpacking like why we do what we do, like do we do it um, to keep God happy? Do we do it because we're afraid that the hammer might fall? And a lot of times we do it out of fear of like not doing it the right way. Fear that our relationship with God, our faith walk, um, our devotional, whatever label you want to give it, um, we feel like it's supposed to look a specific way. And we then get afraid too, it can play into it, of what other people will think if we let a specific belief go, or if we stop reading our Bible every day, or if we, I don't know, stop attending church for a while or whatever it looks like for you, whatever that thing is in your life that you're like, Ooh, I don't know. I kind of feel a tug to let this go because it's, I'm just doing it to do it because I'm supposed to do it. Or somebody once told me I'm supposed to do it. So maybe that recognition there is all you need and you can go, Oh wait, I can just release this. But maybe there's something more there to that. So getting to the root of why you do that. I'd love to spend some time chatting and help you find the permission that you already have that maybe you just needed somebody to point out that you can quit that thing. If you do have that feeling of like, well, what what have I changed this belief? Like, what does that say about me? Or does this disqualify me? And am I, am I no longer a true believer or am I no longer a good Christian if I'm not believing this thing or doing this other thing? And first of all, I'd like to say, no, you're not. That doesn't disqualify you in the slightest. God is not going to be displeased with you. God's not going to like you less. He's not going to be angry at you or disappointed. So I think that's an emotion that some of us have felt um, like maybe God's going to be disappointed in me. Like a parent who's like, oh, I still love you, but man, I really wish you hadn't done that. And maybe God feels that way when we, when people really mess up or go away that we shouldn't. But I, I don't think we can, can carry around that worry about what God thinks and feels towards us. Cause really you would be a, not a good parent if we did that towards our kids, like put the burden of our emotions on our kids. And I think God's far better than we are. Right. So as we talk about performance, it's hard to let these things go because they are good things. I'm not saying they're bad things at all, but when we're doing them just for the sake of doing them, there's no fruit available. And usually you'll hear the advice that you should just do them and ask God to change your attitude. But when there's trauma involved, when there's performance-based um, acceptance or religion involved, you might need to just take a break. And like I already listed some things, but I really mean that. 
I really mean just let healing happen. You don't have to force it to happen. Um, you can just be along for the ride and you don't have to feel like, well, when will I get back to that? You don't have to have an end date. Like I'm going to not read my Bible for a month or I'm not going to go to church for two months while I'm figuring this out. You can just leave it open-ended and know that what you're doing is what is best. And I don't mean this in a selfish way. It's not like you're just sitting around going, hmm, what's the easiest for me? What's best for me? But really, what is good for you right now? Because your relationship with God does not need to look like somebody else's. It doesn't. And God will meet you right where you are at. Your relationship with God should be as unique as you are. You don't have to try to um, look at other people's and go, well, maybe it should look like this. Maybe it should look like more church attendance. Or maybe it should look like um, really enjoying in-depth Bible study right now, or maybe it should look like X, Y, Z. I'm just using the Bible study as an example. Apply it to whatever spiritual practice is applicable to your life and your season and what you're walking through right now. The hardest part is taking a step back and because sometimes we need that full break from a different various um, practices or activities And then we can see what is good and right for our life and our relationship with God that is unique and beautiful and abundant and pure, not put into a box. Hi there, friend. Here with the sponsor of today's show. I want to tell you about the one-on-one coaching spots that I have available right now to serve you and to encourage you and support you. As a spiritual mentor and a faith coach, I help you untangle the messages that you've been given about God and about yourself and decide which ones for you line up with your belief system, what you believe about God, what you believe about yourself. And then you can discard what's not serving you anymore and then build on a healthy, sturdy foundation of who God is, who you are, and then create a beautiful, flourishing relationship with him that is founded on his grace and truth and love without the extra expectations on your shoulders that maybe religion handed you or that you picked up from culture, like this is the way a Christian should be, you can let those go and instead experience flourishing in your relationship with God because you've let go of the shame and the fear and the guilt that sometimes surrounds us trying to get it just right when it comes to our relationship with God. I can help you let go of those and replace it with freedom and love and resting in who God is and owning who he says you are. If this is something that you're even remotely interested in, that you feel kind of pulled towards, go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching, and we can chat about what it would look like to work with me and get you the breakthroughs that you're looking for. Again, go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. 
Now back to today's episode. And after we've given it time and a break and space, and we've found healing as we gently press into the healing. So we're not running away from the hard. We're processing things as they come, but you don't have to. I've, I've felt this <laughs> where I feel like I have to rush out and address different beliefs or unpack different things and figure out which is the right way. And you can completely release that. And instead, go for what is right for you. What works for your personality? What works with your specific um, traumas or your story after you've taken some time off and had some healing? And you're not going to need a break from the same thing somebody else is going to need a break from. Um, So you don't have to, again, drop the comparison of what it should look like even in your healing because maybe you're not at all triggered by reading the Bible. Maybe it's super easy for you to open it up and you're just like, God, show me again anew, like what this actually means. And you're, you're really deep into that. Great. That's awesome. Don't stop because somebody suggested maybe it wasn't working for you because if it's working for you, keep doing it. But if you need a break from a certain area, take it, take a step back and Give yourself the space that you need to heal. I think this is really the really hard part about healing from performance-based stuff. I heard Ali Casaza say it once about eating disorder. You can't just stop eating completely. Like if you're dealing with alcohol addiction, you just don't drink alcohol. Like you cut that out of your life. Done. I mean... and. I don't mean to be trite at all, like, but it's easier in that you can just completely be done. Like you're done where eating disorder, you have to continue to eat and with performance-based living, because that's what it turns into. It's not just performance-based religion and working for God's acceptance. It permeates all of the rest of our life um, because it's already there, but then it, amplifies when our religious experience is that way too when we think that's how God made the world to work so coming off of performance-based stuff you don't want to let go of the good things like you can't just well I find my worth in cleaning up my home and and doing the dishes and cooking or cleaning or whatever maybe that's your thing you can't just never cook again for your family. I mean, maybe you could take a step back and let your house be messy and that could be healing in itself. But when the good thing we are doing is tied to our worth, how do we let go of the good thing we're doing? And sometimes in order to re-find, re-ground ourselves in our God-given identity, we have to let go of those things that we've measured our performance and our value by before in order to allow ourselves to heal and then reapproach these things with fresh eyes and new ways of doing them 
so that it doesn't become performative. And I will be honest with you, I still struggle to read my Bible the same way every day. Like, it is hard for me. I can sit down with my journal and talk to God and pray things out, gratitude list, whatever. I can change that up. And that's really healthy. But Bible reading, like through the Bible, I would love to read my Bible. I got a new version. I would love to read chronologically through all in a year this year. And I don't think it's going to happen. And still divorcing, like what is a self-discipline thing from a performance thing? Oh, I can still have self-discipline to do this on the days that I don't want to. But also maybe on the days that I'm not really feeling like diving into that because I need some more space to talk to God, then maybe I journal things out and he brings a verse that I've memorized to mind. Or I just look at the Bible app verse of the day and meditate on that. So noticing that there's still performance like mixed in with Bible reading and it can get dry really fast because if I'm doing it just for the sake of doing it, um, it the fruit disappears. The heart change goes out the window. So taking the time to heal from the guilt, taking the time to heal from the shame, taking the time to heal those, the fear around what if I don't, and having the love-based motivation. And it's okay to pursue that motivation rather than say, no, I've just got to keep doing it because at all costs, even if my attitude, you know, my attitude will catch up. And I would like to flip that. Your attitude and your devotion will lead your actions. It should not be the other way around. And as we heal our relationship with God and press into love, rest, peace, and letting the love of God actually motivate us, then we will find the fruit of the Spirit and a loving relationship with Almighty God and a healed relationship with ourselves as well. If you would like to troubleshoot some ideas um, to shake up your faith practices right now, I would love to invite you to come to the Tuesday morning connect chat and pray call. That would be a great time to brainstorm some ideas of what your faith walk can look like for you in this season so that you can begin to shed the expectations that maybe have gotten there from church culture or yourself or feeling like you had to do them, you can shed those. And if you want to go all the way deeper on this and get complete breakthrough, I would love to work one-on-one with you. But if you're looking to just start this, come to the Tuesday morning call and let's get some ideas, some fresh perspective on what would work best for you and pressing into a unique and beautiful relationship with God because it is available. It's available for you, friend, I promise. And even if it feels like it's a long time coming, 
it is totally available. Thank you for hanging out with me as I chat through this, this concept of releasing our performance and even taking a break on good things. If you disagree with me, let me know. If you agree with me, I would love to um, chat with you and visit too. Um, It would be an honor if you would leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify for the podcast so other people can find it. Share this episode with a friend. Help them find the freedom that is available in Christ as well. Thank you for hanging out with me. Have a great rest of your week, friend. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, I would love to invite you to share it with a friend. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered and freed from religious do's and don'ts too. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there's nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you less.